2023, we lost Raquel Welch, Tina Turner, Matthew Perry from Friends, the great wrestler, the Iron Sheik, Bob Barker from The Price is Right, Jimmy Buffett, Suzanne Summers, among many, many others. Also, ChatGPT and AI exploded in popularity and interest. Taylor Swift's Eras Tour grossed over $1 billion. <laughs> Barbie competed with the atomic bomb at the box office. The WHO approved a new and affordable malaria vaccine. And we saw the very first human eye transplant. And the dudes learned a few things as well. I'm Joe. My friend over there is Kurt. And we are Dudes in Progress. Hey, Kurt. Hey, Joe. What's shaking, dude? An amazing list. Looking back on 2023 in the world, I yeah, the, the people we lost, they're so familiar now to me as people right. I right. knew in my life. And those are shocking folks that we lost this year. Jimmy Buffett, I'm a huge yeah. fan of. That I'm not a huge fan me. of Jimmy Buffett, but he's he may be in the top 10 of music icons that had a, a, the biggest impact on music. He introduced a new style of music to pop culture, and he stayed true to himself. And how about Taylor Swift, man? She grossed over $1 billion on that era's tour, the, the highest grossing tour in the history of music. Such a phenomenon. It's fun to see. She seems to be a good person. <laughs> come across it all the time and people i work with and, and see so that's that's fantastic i love music it's good you know it's a good person you know what's funny is i i had always wondered like can i donate my eyes and if i donate my eyes mm. can they just take my eye out and put it into somebody else's uh eye that's amazing like, after i'm gone and apparently that didn't happen until this year where we saw the very first whole eye transplant. That is really incredible. I didn't know that. You had a couple there that I didn't know, but that's a, a really fantastic one. All in all, 2023 was a pretty good year. We learned some things, right, Kurt? Yeah. Yeah. We certainly did. I put down one of the things. I know we're going to rotate here, but I'll stay right up front. I'm quite proud of us accomplishing a podcast together. That cannot go unmentioned. You're right, buddy. You're right. Uh, we 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 started uh, we started this show. This is this is episode fifty one. So right. I guess next week would be one year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've yeah, not missed a year. week, man. No, they say if you're a podcast, we tried. <laughs> I sure tried to miss a week. <laughs> right. So. At least my schedule tried. <laughs> to our credit, we came in sometimes wheels a squealing. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But that's great, man. That's great. Next year's next episode is one year of dudes in progress. And I'm, I am, I am pretty proud that we've been able to do this every week. And, and I know hearing back from listeners that uh, we're making an impact. Yeah. And I mean, selfishly, I wanted to do this to work on myself and our friendship and 
and you, between you and Clay, you guys are foundationally important to my progress. And this podcast has been really important. So I'm looking forward to reflecting back on the year, not just for you and I of what we did together, but what we've both done throughout the year. I think it's, yeah. I always hate doing that for my annual review at work. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things I procrastinate. Yet when I finally do it, I kind of get into it and enjoy it. It's one of those things. If you just kind of get it rolling, but looking back, wow, I haven't really had a good year, Joe. I'm just going to take the positive side of things. How about you? As I, as I look back, I had a good year through some strife and struggles. Some of it self-imposed <laughs> strife and struggles, My, mainly self-imposed mindset. But I learned a lot. 2023 was a was a really good year for me. I am going to look at the positive. Although, yeah. as we go through the things that I learned, you don't learn things without a little pain, right? You know, we we are we're leaving this year a little bruised and battled from each other. But that's what uh, iron sharpens iron, right, buddy? For sure, it, nothing, sure does. Was it nothing? No pain, no gain. Right, and we can. We can do all those quotes, but let's get right into this, man. The things we learned in 2023, I guess I'll start. Is that fair enough? I, I want you to. All right. First thing I learned was this too shall pass. And I do want to say something about, about my list. My list is mostly philosophical, but I'll give some specific things that happened this year to support that these philosophies or this reflective nature. But there's one thing that I learned specifically that I'm really proud and frankly, really excited about. But the first thing is, this too shall pass. In January of 2023, I had a flood in the house created by a faulty uh, dishwasher installation. That insurance settlement just came through a couple months ago. So I went through almost all of 2023 uh, with a house in disarray, you know, not, under, not knowing what's going to happen with being reimbursed for, with the money I, I had already spent. And quite honestly, I let it get to me, Kurt. Mm. I really let it get to me. I let it bring me down. It monopolized my thoughts. It overtook uh, my even some of my emotions at times. And you know what? Here we are in December of 2023, a year later, and it's okay. <laughs> you've, re you've recouped. I recouped. New? Everything's new. There's still a few things left to be done. Uh, here at the house, uh, it's just a matter of me spending the money and finding the yeah. finding the people to do it. But it's okay. Mm. And you know what? Back in January, it would it was okay. <laughs> and in March, it was okay. Yeah, it's it was okay. I really learned a lot about my mindset and how much of a rabbit hole you can let yourself go down. Uh, how much of a spiral you can let yourself go down uh, if you allow it. Mm. But this too shall pass. I didn't know what you were going through unless you're going through it. And I know the financial part was really troubling you and it would trouble me too. But when you think about some of the things we talked during the year, you were prepared for it in, in having your emergency fund, for instance. Absolutely. You had a backup plan too with the other insurance company, which ended up paying uh, this claim for you. Right. Not, not the right. original Best Buy. I, I was completely prepared financially for it. I had an emergency fund 
that I could that I dipped into that didn't destroy me. Yeah. Uh, and I think the struggle came from I I just felt like I was treat I was being treated unfairly. Right. And I was being treated with disrespect. And I was being treated mm-hmm. in, in, in such a way that yes. that um they were just ignoring. Yeah, and that frustrates me. me. I, I, that's why I have empathy there too. Both those both those the financial part, which would stress me out, and boy, it gets me crazed when you can't get people to, to communicate with you. Right. Uh, I started to second guess my own decisions. It really took hold of me for a long time, but it passed. Right, Kurt? Yes. So the, the one thing I learned in 2023 is this too shall pass. You know, I, had a, I don't know if I mentioned it during the podcast this year. I had a similar situation many years ago before we bought the house I'm in right now. So it was a long time ago. I've been in this house for like 30 years, but we were renting the condo we first got married in. And I rented out to the same guy for about five years. And all of a sudden he stopped paying me. And that mortgage I had on top of my other mortgage (laughs) when I moved into this house. Mm. And that was financially scary for me. And everyone's saying it's so difficult to get a renter out but make sure, again, all the pain and frustration that I went through, in the end, I lost, I don't know, like two or $3,000 during that year. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, I took a loss in my taxes. And I think it kind of came out in the wash at the end of the year, which may, I awesome. reflected back on that like you are now. Like, boy, all that stress and strife you went through was worthless. Right. <laughs> you, you made it through. Matter of fact, like, you know, I got through that process really a lot quicker probably, and I did the right things. I absolutely did the right things. I didn't make any mistakes. I got after it quickly. And right. everything turned out at the end of the year. It took a year, though, <laughs> to see it. Let's start on your list, Kurt. All right. I'm going to go with, in terms of learning things this year, took a big strive in home repairs. Hmm. So I'm going to be the opposite of Joe, I think, in that I'm going to have very practical things with philosophical (laughs) backings. But this was, you know, fear. And can I do some of these things that I've really never done before. And it it all goes back to my childhood, I believe. Also, my dad is an awesome person, except when I was holding the light when he was trying to work on a car. Mm. (laughs) Very stressful. (laughs) (laughs) And I could never do anything right, it seemed like, before the cursing and swearing started getting. But as my mom used to say, you know, when that certain word came out that he was almost there. And so right. I had a lot of stress <laughs> in this area, not a lot of support, but you know, I finally, I got to a place, even my wife was not confident in my abilities, but she really started hounding me, especially about this bathroom, half bath to start working on. And I've made significant progress. And again, using some of the things we learned, it not, it's not, what you know, it's who you know. So I started reaching mm. out to some people that gave me some confidence. 
YouTube, of course, is significantly amazing. Even I've had this conversation now. I've been having this conversation with my dad. And I know I'm cheating compared to what he had back back in the day. If he had YouTube, there probably would have been a lot less stress. So that's been fantastic. But Joe, the risk I was worried about, especially in the plumbing part of this, mm-hmm. you've heard my travels in this way, but do you ever see, are you a fan of the Three Stooges? And back, way back in the day, I okay. used to watch them as a kid. Well, there's this one that they, short they used to call them where they're plumbers, but they're not, I don't think they're really plumbers. They faking they're being plumbers. And there's one scene where the water is shooting out of the wall and Curly is just keeps tying on another pipe and trying to, and he looks out and there's more water coming out the other end. Well, I made a dumb move. It was the first dumb move of this. And I thought about your flood a little bit because I was taking off the stop valve for the toilet. And dude, water shot at me full force. Oh, no. <laughs> Luckily, I was somewhat careful as I was pulling off. And oh, my God, I was panicking. But I got that thing back on, the one that I was taking off, enough where it stopped the water. Wow. And the reason was because the toilet upstairs is connected to the same. They have one pipe that goes up that connects both the downstairs and the upstairs. And I forgot that I left the water on downstairs. I thought I had it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> but I couldn't. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't do any, I honestly, I wouldn't do any plumbing work whatsoever without shutting the whole house off. Well, I ended up doing it. So, but I was in between. I was like, can I plug this thing back up or I got to run downstairs and shut the water off? You know, the good news is when I shut the whole house off this time, because I had the local, there's a local downstairs I was able to turn off too. But it shut off. Yeah, I found out that shuts it off fast. <laughs> Learn that. Yeah. Like even the upstairs, like my daughter's like, hey, the sink's not working. It kind of harkens back to our show with uh, Tony Ann Zarcone when she thought about uh, her 75 hard. And before she started her 75 hard, she learned that she can do hard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She great. can do hard things. And yeah. that little sentence has so much impact, even today for me. Right. We can learn to do hard things. Right. Yeah, so there you go. I am, I'm not done. I'm taking my time, but I'm feeling like I'm just above the hump. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this off. Got a couple of more technical things to figure out, but I'm feeling good about it. Some of the stuff that, I, I, that I'm talking about here is support stuff that we already know, but I really learned in dramatic fashion this year. It's yeah. not like a brand new epiphany. Right. A lot of this stuff is stuff I already know, but it really reared its ugly head. Both either reared its ugly head or or presented itself beautifully this year. One of those is small incremental changes make the biggest impact. We kind of know this, right? Yeah. That small incremental changes make the biggest impact. Both positive and negative. <laughs> I'll just, I'll read my mail out loud here a little bit. I may be at the heaviest I've been right now. And it snuck up on me weight wise. And it snuck up on me. And you know, weight's not everything, but it is a key indicator for our health. And it snuck up on me little by little, little by little, little by little, mm-hmm. by daily 
by not exercising as much as I should daily, by eating a little more calories than I normally would every day. And it snuck up on me. And I'm like, wow. Both positive and negative, small incremental changes make the biggest impact. And we always talk about this in the positive. And I'm presenting this in the negative as a cautionary thought to say, listen, it can happen in the negative as well. Mm -hmm. I really have to keep check on the negative things that I'm letting in my life, the small negative incremental changes that I'm letting into my life. Yeah. Uh, Now, on the inverse, it's positive as well. Those small incremental changes can make a huge impact. They make the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. The biggest impact doesn't come from, it rarely, rarely comes from uh, one grand event or one grand thing. Uh, The biggest impacts almost always come from small incremental changes, both positive and negative. And I've always thought about this in the positive. Uh, We can't deny that if we, if we allow negative thoughts, negative habits, unproductive activity sneak into our life on a regular basis, that will have an impact as well. I always think of the movie Shawshank Redemption and the the profound part of that movie that really impacted me, and it's a great movie in, in several ways, but the way that they dramatically learn that for over 20 years, he's been chipping away at that concrete behind a movie poster and work that little chipper or the stone carving tool. Yeah, a little rock hammer. Rock hammer, yeah. <laughs> until he was able to work his way through that concrete, which he had some knowledge of, had lost its uh, hardness, and he was able to, to work it. But, and I think of that all the time. And again, I think we, did, we showed some of this for, for sure in when you produce a podcast. You have to do little things all the time to be consistent with that all year round. So. You know, together we've done that, but I, I think of this in learning new things. It's worked out again from my, my home repair. I, I know I just need to do a little bit all the time, but I take your point. Weight, <laughs> health is, you know, small things are big. I think mm-hmm. that's what we're saying too. So, small hinges move big doors. Yeah. I'm going to take one from work. And again, learning new technology. I started this the previous year, but in the Microsoft Office 365, the the power platform. And I've been an application developer for many years. I've changed and looked at and worked with different technologies. I'm really proud of the couple of projects I worked on. One was building a full application in Power Apps and learning that technology, becoming really a a thought leader at my company for this platform and supporting it, helping others with it, doing blog posts and learning events. And also the automation part of that is called power automate. Also, there's a new platform that we're starting to learn right now called work Eva. And that is really to support our environmental reporting, ESG reporting. And my whole team is a piece of that and learning that. So, yeah, new technology, really doing well. 
And even though I've been in technology, a lot of times I still have that little voice in the back of my head saying, this is going to be hard. You know, can you do it? And so to look back on a really good year in conquering that platform and continuing into next year. Yeah, Kurt. I mean, this is your wheelhouse, right? This is your world. And the, the, the fact that you don't just sit back on your laurels and uh, ride what you already know and ride the exp- expertise that you're already familiar with, you're learning new technology. You're learning new things yeah. uh, in your work. You really and, have to in my, my world. And, and, and I got risk out there because things that I make mistakes in impact thousands of people. <laughs> so absolutely my well my butt is out on the line and they they say hey take risks and they they encourage you to but yeah in the end of the day you know it can be really negative if you blow something up and so i'm always taking risks there i don't want this list to come across as focusing on the negative you don't learn anything without some pain really learn anything without oh, yeah. some pain uh some of my list may think wow that's you're just you're just kind of looking back on the negative things joe uh, and I have a couple positive things here, but you rarely learn anything with good feelings, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you have to yeah. you have to have some pain to learn. And the, my biggest lessons came from mistakes. My biggest lessons came from stepping For in, sure. yeah, and then trying to find a good place to wipe it off, right? <laughs> I got it splashed in my face yesterday, yeah. full force, dude. <laughs> You, you know, I, I was laughing though. My wife, you know, she took it pretty well, but man, that was disastrous. If I couldn't get that plug back in there, put my finger in. The I plug. would have ran. I, I mean, I, I would have ran straight to the shutoff. I don't know how far you away you were from the shutoff, but I would have ran coming straight out to the so shutoff. fast. I know. I was so in between. Can I get this right. thing back on, or can I get that? So water? when you think back, how long did it take you to put it to put the cap back on, or whatever it is? I would say a good sixty seconds. Yeah. Oh, Maybe 30 gosh. seconds? I don't know. It I don't know. Like, seemed like a long felt time. like two hours, <laughs> didn't it? All right. You know, That's one good. thing I learned I learned in 2023 is that old can be new again. Sometimes you when when we think back about going back to something we used to do, uh, we can we can shy away from that. And I understand why. I understand why we want to move forward. We want to grow forward. We want to make progress. And if we go back to doing something that we used to do, it may feel like we're taking a step back. Well, I had a job switch in 2023 and I went back to the uh, company that I used to work for before I left in 2020. And I could not be happier mm-hmm. right now. I could not be more pleased with the environment I'm, I'm around with the people I work with and the work that I'm doing right now. I can't be stagnant on that. There's work to do. And there's actually some mistakes that I made uh, in the first six months that uh, I've talked with leadership and the things that I need to focus on in order to be more effective, but I could not be more pleased. I feel invigorated and inspired and encouraged in this new job. That's old. Yeah. Again, this is, this was huge. I'm so excited for you in so many ways. What do you think you talk about, you know, the risk you were weighing this out. I remember 
and thinking this through, you did not take action like really quickly. And I don't think you needed to. Can you think back on the thought process and what finally made you make this is a big decision. It was a huge decision. I, I think you did everything right. I can't think of what you messed up. I think you did it perfectly. You know, when I went back, it had it it had to do with a couple things. The opportunity presented itself. Yep. Luck is where opportunity meets preparation. It was the law of attraction, really. If I think about it. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely open to it. It was it wasn't some weird metaphysical <laughs> universal I don't know cuz I kept saying I to you, know, Joe, gift. There's something keeps talking to you in this area. Maybe you should listen. So yeah, they well the opportunity presented itself in in a number of different ways and a number of different times. Then it presented itself very plainly. They said, "We want you to come back." <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. What are you going what do you want to do? I guess you could call it the law of attraction. Uh, there was something that I was open to, right? Yeah. And when you're open to something, those uh, those spidey senses, for lack of a better way of saying it, kind of make their way out there and yeah, and pull in things that you may not be noticing. It's okay to really consider things of your past and engaging those things again. It's okay to look back to things of your past and engage those things again, be it an old job, an old habit, an old routine, an old relationship, uh, an old friendship. It, it's okay to look back to your past and say, what worked yeah. and engage that thing again. Yeah. Big credit to you. You know, one thing we learned this year, Joe, was the importance of saying, no, no, no. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> If you heard that, that's my Christmas gift from Joe. <laughs> my no button that says no. For the last time, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you could have very easily disregarded this opportunity because of maybe uh, you, there's a lot of reasons that could have floated into your head. Maybe you burned some bridges. Pride? Yeah, pride. <laughs> there's. There's a lot of reasons why you could have said no, but this was one of those areas where I'm so glad you were open to the possibility. Very, very well done by you. Thank you. And to publicly say, I, I know I sent you a little no button for Christmas. <laughs> Kurt sent me a authentic Red Rider BB gun straight from the Christmas story. And I love it. I have to buy some BBs for it. So thank you for the Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> Love it. Straight What's so from funny the about story. that, too, is because when we recorded last Wednesday and we were talking about our favorite movies, The Christmas Story, I got off the phone and I have one. So I thought Joe really needed to have one. Maybe you could share that with your grandsons, your granddaughter, and just don't shoot your eye out, okay, or anyone else's eye. For that matter, but it's. I was sitting here, and I think a Saturday, I saw that it was going to be delivered to your house, and I didn't want to. I kind of wanted you to get surprised, and then I get this Amazon package, and of course, Christmas time, my wife's been ordering a lot of stuff, and my daughter from Amazon, but it had my name on it, and I gave it to my wife, and I said, 
well, it's got my name on it. So I thought it was one of the Christmas presents. <laughs> and it was the no button that you got me. And I just started <laughs> laughing because I knew about almost the same, within the same hour, <laughs> your gift was delivered too. That's funny. We did the same That's thing. Funny after that episode yeah. and ordered stuff for each other. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Where are we? Well, I my just, turn? I just, I just covered old can be new again. Yeah. Uh, my turn. Right? I didn't know whether you, you were using the no button as a, it's a transition. <laughs> no, I have, I have one. I want to mention. We talked a lot about financial health over the last, like in the third quarter, something like that. And it's an area, there's three areas I wanted to get into after I came back from my vacation at Disney World. One was my weight and finances. There's, it's just not an area I have always been comfortable dealing with and working with through with my wife and all these things. And it's an area I wanted to get focused on. And I made significant progress in a short period of time. There's a lot going on in this area. I'm going to continue into next year, I believe also, but paid off some debt and and just increased my savings and really getting serious about what's that retirement looking going to look like and so really proud of that we talked about the remit sethi stuff that kind of kicked that off and there's some good stuff there but i think there's other areas we talked about dave ramsey and and all those things so i'm really excited about this area and i'm going to continue but definitely made some strides there this year We've talked a lot about finances, both offline and online. Talking about finances publicly definitely can be uncomfortable. And I know we've talked a lot about finances. Moving finances forward uh, is important to me as well, Kurt. And that that kind of dovetails into m- the next thing on my list is I need to take more risks. Yeah. And more risks in two different two different ways. Number one, I need to look at some investments that have some risk. My investments are all extremely conservative. When you have an investment that is extremely conservative, you're not very likely to have a very aggressive return, a very good return. So I need to really evaluate and take more risks, both with my finances and some personal projects that I want to do. I want to start a new business in 2024 that will secure my secure my retirement within the next 10 years. But in order to do that, I need to take some risks. I need to be willing to fall on my face a couple times and have some failures. I think as you're speaking about this, incremental change, small changes is really important in this area. I mean, there's mm. there's some things I, I think that's really important, like the automation of your finances that you can really mm-hmm. set up pretty quickly. And that, that's a small change you can make quickly that has long-term impact. But, you know, little things just like, are we paying too much for, you know, this is coming up, you know, we're we paying too much for cable or are we paying too much for insurance? Like, like there's an insurance uh, policy that's coming up for us. So, yeah. And just to tease for next episode, Joe, I want to dig farther into this area of what we're going to learn and what we're going to work on in 2024. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, I do realize that I, I need to take more risks. That's one thing that I learned in 2023, that uh, progress doesn't happen without risk. And both in, in finances, in personal development, put myself out there a little more, and in uh, building, building some kind of entrepreneurial venture 
that will take me into retirement. I don't know if we mentioned this one yet, but I want you to speak to this one for sure, because you did a lot in this area. We mentioned it quickly, but artificial intelligence, you mentioned it in your intro, was such a huge yeah. technology that just came out of, we've heard about it, but it was so far off in the distance for so long, it seemed like. And then it just exploded this year commercially with ChatGPT. And you- well, that is one thing that I'm proud of learning in 2023 yeah. is how to effectively use specifically ChatGPT on a day in and day out basis. And I've had some very good success, <laughs> both fun, both in fun, my conversations with Thomas Jefferson and our conversations with Alexander Hamilton and those things. But also, uh, I, I've learned to uh, effectively use it for creating presentations at mm-hmm. work for creating uh, marketing campaigns at work. Uh, I've used it to, I used it to plan an entire two week vacation to Lisbon, Portugal. <laughs> That's coming up. This and year. yeah, 2024. Yeah. For, yeah. But I, I did it this year. My, my vacations Planning. next year, but yeah. I did it this year. Yeah. Uh, I, I used it to help uh, research investments and I even used it to, uh, to help create a little bit of code for a website. Oh, wow. Me so, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've used it a lot and I've learned a lot about it. I've learned how to effectively create prompts for chat GPT and what you have to do to create those prompts and, and how to structure those prompts. That is a skill that I, I really took hold of in 2023 and learned a lot about and learned how to use it. And with that, I learned that, hey, mid-50s guy, maybe a little set in his ways. I learned that I'm open to new and emerging technologies, Kurt. And I'm and I'm open to those things. And many really people well. aren't. I think, yeah, and I think you do really well with exploring new technologies for sure. I, I, yeah. Even though I, my livelihood is in that area, I learned from you lots of times. We learned this from our friend Clay talking about this early on. I think it was early on in 2023. And we start, he, he's impressed to how much we've learned. We talked to him I mean, he's got some more things we're working on into next year. I was thinking what worked and what didn't work in chat GPT or artificial intelligence. And uh, just to have fun, the picture, you used the, the picture generation and yeah, we did Dolly, a, we did a lot, a logo for my G3 Disney event. <laughs> I thought it worked, but many of my audience did not think it worked at all. Well, it was pretty humorous. So <laughs> it was, it got a laugh. That's for sure. With the little belly guy, I, you know, what worked for me big time. It's also not chat GBT, but they're integrating it into a lot of the platforms, but I tried a new platform right now. We're recording on Squadcast, which was a platform I never used before. And I'm on, this because of Descript, which was a platform I needed badly for my editing because of the ahs and ums. There was one particular week where I was pressed for time and the ahs and ums in this particular episode that I started recording, I was into it maybe an hour or maybe it wasn't that long, but I said, you know what? I'm going to download Descript. <laughs> And just try it and not knowing sometimes I'm slow to, to learn this stuff, especially editing can be 
difficult skill to learn, but I picked up pretty quick. And that week I delivered that. I was like saying, Hey, this saved me at least 30% of my editing. And those ahs and ums are a pain to get out. But yeah, there's other aspects of that descript that I really liked. And it was a few months later, they, they gave and they bought this squad cast, which I had heard about for recording. And so we've incorporated that and I'm not using it exclusively. I'm still using zoom or sometimes Microsoft teams and my roadcaster pro, but big significance in using that technology. And it has helped. It definitely has helped. I, uh, just to be clear, the ums and ahs that you're referring to did not come from this show. It came from your own show, uh, over at geeking at WDW.com, but I am a prolific ummer and R and I tend to repeat myself and repeat myself and repeat myself and repeat myself. <laughs> it's uh, it. You're right. And, no, you don't do a lot of ahs and ums. It's the repeat yourself. It actually catches those too. Yeah. It's, it's really a great tool. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's fantastic. And I, and I appreciate you using that. Uh, when it's appropriate, <laughs> but sometimes it's okay to repeat yourself, to make an, to make an yes. impact, you know, to, to, to make a point, I guess you would say. <laughs> so, so let's quickly roll through our list again, and then we'll go into our, our, uh, our other stuff. But my list is this too shall pass. Small incremental changes make the biggest impact. Old can be new again. I need to take more risks, Kurt. And as a skill, I learned how to effectively use chat GPT. And I also learned that I'm open to new and emerging technologies. So those are my, the things that I learned in 2023. Yeah. So we both agreed on artificial intelligence. I also mentioned my risk taking with home repair. That's going quite well. We were able to produce a podcast together consistently for the entire year, which absolutely. Was in doubt at the beginning <laughs> and several times during the year. We I touched a little bit on law of attraction, the power of saying no, but financial education, paying off debt, saving, increasing my savings was another thing that was big this year, Joe. Awesome. Awesome. I think in general, 2023 was a fantastic year. Learned a lot, grew a lot, made a lot of progress, and there's still progress to be made. I'll speak for myself. There's definitely still progress to be made, and we will continue the show in 2024. I'm very pleased to say that. What's your win for the week? Uh, my win for the week was something fun. I've been managing two fantasy football leagues coming from my podcast geeking on walt disney world joe but i came in to this weekend into the semifinals of one of my leagues and this past sunday into monday i won that game so i'm in the finals for my fantasy football holy smoke <laughs> and what do you get if you win well we do have should i be very specific we do have we do put in 25 dollars each so i have the possibility if i win to win 125 dollars wow yeah plus that's awesome plus I, yeah, play, dude. I play my whole fantasy football for free and i get a lot of that is the best f an entertainment f for the cost 
since the beginning of football and it makes every week so much more enjoyable on a Sunday. I get a lot of fun and relaxation. Well, unless I'm really getting clobbered on a weekend watching football, but I really enjoy it. Sad to see it end, but I have a chance this weekend to win my fantasy football. So I'm excited for that. Well, with fantasy football or any of those fantasy leagues, uh, each game means something, right? Mm. You can watch yeah, the Cardinals versus the Raiders. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Something that is insignificant. And it means something because you might have a player on each each one of those teams. That is the fun of it, for sure. And, and yeah. every play, I mean, it could come down to the last play of the game. And you're like, don't score. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you see some guy, he, he wants to run out of the clock, and he's your guy, and he's about to score, and he lays it down. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's crazy. There's a lot of luck involved. There's, I think I have had some skill. I've had some luck doing this over the last five years. But so yeah, that was a lot of fun and one more fun weekend before the season's over. So my win for the week will surprise absolutely nobody. Uh, I had a lot of downtime this week with my family. Mm. Uh, drove up to see my daughter and grandkids. Uh, they're about two and a half hours away. Hung out with them for. Uh, a day and a half and and rode back just last night. I spent a few hours with my youngest grandson at Kings Island, the Winterfest celebration there. We saw the parade mm-hmm. and ate some chicken nuggets and some tater tots <laughs> and walked around and saw the lights. That was a, that was a blast. Got some incredible presents. My middle daughter painted a painting of each one of my kids. She did a self-portrait of herself painted a portrait of my youngest daughter and painted a portrait of my oldest daughter. And it's not your typical portrait. Each one of them is making some silly, weird face. <laughs> and it's indicative of their, of their uh, personalities. personalities. Yeah. Nice. It's, it was definitely great to have this downtime with my family. Great, great celebrating Christmas with them. And I really, um, really appreciate this time off just to focus on family and nothing. You know what I did yesterday? No. Yesterday morning, starting about 10 o'clock and ending about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I watched Godfather 1 and 2 (laughs) straight from my couch. Now, during that time, I did some other stuff. There were some other little projects that I was working on, and I put together some, some, some chairs and some other like creative things that I was working on, Mm. but pretty much spent the whole day. Watching Godfather one and two, and it <laughs> was glorious, that. dude. It was glorious. <laughs> I think we were talking about last episode, twelve things to keep the stress down. One of them you mentioned, you said that you're going to watch all three Godfathers. I think was something you said. Maybe that was yeah. A well, trigger. eventually, I had to take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you mentioned a portrait. One of the gifts my wife got was from my son's girlfriend. I didn't know if she had any artistic ability whatsoever because my daughter-in-law is an extreme great artist but she painted a portrait and it's a beautiful the way she did it in the the facial expression like you were saying of my wife's mom who we lost this year speaking of people we lost during the year that brought tears on christmas day when Mm. my wife got that gift yeah i i love this downtime i've had a balance of television and one of my big Christmas gifts, which I had credit card points, I, I convinced my wife to get me because we had a Sony 
credit card and she got me a PlayStation five for Christmas. Wow. So I, am, that's a big deal, dude. I'm getting back. I had a significant amount of points. And so that was something that helped her make that decision. And I'm, I'm enjoying that. I got into golf. I got a golf game and I also have, nice. I got a subscription that has like a shooter game that I'm playing. That was, it's all quite challenging. I'm, I'm really getting into it, Joe, which I wasn't sure I would or wouldn't because I've done some of it. My kids are into it. So I think part of this will play online a little bit and have some fun. It'll be a family thing too, but heck yeah. I'm kind of having fun with that. And yeah, but Hey, I'll give you my resource, which was another Christmas present that I got. And it goes right along with my home repair and projects. And my daughter, Lindsay got this for me. She always asks me what I want for Christmas and she's quite generous. So I got the Craftsman trade stock toolbox system and it's on wheels. You can get a lot of tools in it. It's got the, the system she got me has three boxes. The bottom box is really large. I can put all my power tools in there, my with the battery packs. And then the second box, you know, a bunch I got a bunch of screwdrivers and wrenches and that kind of thing in there. And and then the top box you can put like screws and all kind of thing. And it rolls on wheels and it's just a great system. I can even expand it. There's one other tool I want to get or toolbox with a bunch of wrenches and uh, sockets and that kind of thing. So yeah, the craftsman trade stock toolbox system, I researched it. That was the one there's, there's several of them out there in the market, but watch YouTube again. That was the one I, I really wanted. And I got it. I've been, I've been using it, setting up my, my tools and saves you know a little bit of minimalism in the garage, putting everything kind of together in a system that I can carry around the house. So. You know, thinking back to, uh, uh, to Christmas presents from, uh, this year and memory related stuff. My, uh, one of my daughters, uh, got me a, a little picture book with all the pictures from me and the grandkids, mm. uh, my wife and my wife, my wife, me and the grandkids from 2023 and nice. all the stuff we did together. And, oh, yeah. uh, you kind of flip through and look at, look at all the nice. stuff that you did and the fun that you had and, yeah. Talk about bringing tears to your eyes. It that does every every single year. Yeah, uh, and you she forget. gets it for me every year, and yeah. I love it. I know it's easy to forget all the things that you might have done during the year. And I, yeah, I, in in doing things this year, Joe. Oh my, yeah. I was looking through pictures. Facebook is really good for this for my community. The two Disney trips I did, my trips to New York City with my daughter. Looking through those mm. pictures, you know the iPhone. I'm not sure if you have. You probably have this too with your Android phone, but they they'll do a little video and it's just like done and it takes a bunch of your pictures and it, they just do a great job. I was like, wow. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta publish this somewhere. It's, it's done so well, just automatically. But yeah, Google does a feature like that. Facebook mm-hmm. does as well. It's pretty awesome. Right. It's pretty awesome. So my resource, my resource for the week is, uh, is, is appropriate for this time of year and to move into next year. My resource for the week is a blank book. A book of blank pages. Okay. Both symbolically and physically. As we go into 2024, Kurt, and this might be more appropriate for next week, but I'll go ahead and, and talk about it now. As we go into 2024, we can look at the next year as a blank book hmm. that we can fill in the pages in any way that we see fit. And uh, also, if you've not bought yourself a blank book 
go to your local stationery store, go to Amazon, and get yourself a little cheap journal, a blank book that you can start writing your thoughts, your ideas, the progress you're making, the lessons you've learned. Uh, There's been times in my life that I've been fully committed to journaling, and there's been times in my life that I've just not done it at all. And I can look back and say the times in my life that I've been fully committed to journaling uh, have been my most productive, inspired, and times that I've made the most progress. So I invite you to go buy a blank book and look at that blank book, both symbolically and physically. Uh, 2024 is, is a blank book for all of us, and uh, we can fill those pages in, in any way that we see fit. Mm. I love that. <laughs> I have one that I bought a few months ago, but I think it's really appropriate, and especially as we look into what we're going to talk about next year, or next episode is what are we going to learn in 2024? What do we want to accomplish? There's nothing stopping us, Joe, except for us deciding what to do and getting after and doing it. Couldn't agree more. My quote for the week. And I saw a bunch of quotes around that same topic. So I was in between what I picked and what you were just suggesting. But my quote is the only limit to our realization of tomorrow will be our doubts of today. Franklin D. Roosevelt. Mm. That's very appropriate. It does make you, you think, what are you, what are we doubting? What are we doubting that we can accomplish today? Gosh, that's, that, that's a thought for next, for next week. Yeah. That's a thought for next week. That is very good. Isn't that what, what am I stops doubting? you? It stops you from achievement. If you're doubting your ability. And we've right. had, we've had a mix of that this year, doubting and overcoming doubts, but definitely keep that in mind as we move into next year. You know, the, I think the best way to overcome doubt is to do. Yeah. Just yeah. do. <laughs> it's so true. You know, the, the, the biggest way to eliminate a fear is to do the fear. Yeah. My quote comes from C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis is an author. I mean, he's passed now, but he wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. He also wrote a book called Mere Christianity, just a great thinker. And he said, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. Mm. Yeah. That's so true. You know, when you, when you think back and you say, okay, this happened, I did this or I didn't do this, can't change that beginning, but I can certainly start right now. 2024 and change the ending. It's a great time to reflect on the past, but just move forward, Joe. Absolutely. I've never been one to look in the past. We've talked about this. I think you've talked about having more regrets than I have. I I think it's my memory. I think I just forget things. You just (laughs) don't remember. Which can be the stupid crap you did. There, there is i always thought people that yeah don't think much about it are probably better well off. i think it's i think it's a good thing to look back at our past mm. not with regret that i t- the, which is mm. what i tend to do sometimes but to look for the lessons that we learned just yeah. like we did in this episode yeah 
to reflect reflect to the past and look for those look for those lessons. Yeah. I really like this yeah. episode, man. Yeah. I like this conversation, Kurt. Me too. And every year's a new start, Joe. You're going to see us next year, 2024. We're going to continue Dudes in Progress. Uh, I'm committed to it. I know Kurt is as well. Uh, our website is dudesinprogress.com, dudesinprogress.com. And that website is making progress. I'm starting to fill in some of those blank pages that we need to fill in. Uh, if you need to reach out to us, dudes at dudes in progress is the best way to do that. Just send us an email dudes at dudes in progress. <laughs> I just wanted to say one thing and re- I want to give a shout out to Kevin Curtis Allen, but I still don't understand how the UK is not part of Europe. <laughs> Inside <laughs> he joke just won't there. admit it. He just won't admit it. That's I true. Sort of, I sort of do and I sort of don't. <laughs> that was funny. Europe, he, the UK is no longer part of the European Union, right? But it's definitely in the continent of Europe, no <laughs> doubt about that. I don't know where you're coming from. Well, uh, well he, he argues the, the opposite, Joe. <laughs> uh, definitely have Kevin reached out to us very via Facebook, and we had a little a little exchange about <laughs> about the UK being being a a continent or or yeah being part of part Europe of or Europe. not. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> So again, the best way to reach us is dudes at dudesinprogress.com, dudes at dudesinprogress.com. And if you think it's appropriate to support the show, we would certainly appreciate that. You can do that through dudesinprogress.com slash support. And as we go into next year, remember, like we did this year, progress is better than perfection. So we got to keep moving forward. We did great this year, Joe, but I think we can do better next year, and I'm going to get focused, and we're going to start that conversation next week. You bet we can. Talk to you soon.